Handle on the News. Late edition. Handle on the News. KFI Handle here. And uh, big stories we're covering. Well, actually, uh, Macron is in front of Congress right now. He's been there for, I don't know, half an hour already. He won't shut up. And uh, how long has he been there? Uh, he's coming up on an hour. Jeez Louise. Come on, guy. Well, part of it is, and this happens a lot, half the time is being taken up with the very long applause breaks. Yeah, standing up ovations, uh, standing up applauding, half of Congress putting on berets, <laughs> reaching in their pocket, a lot of ser- so- uh, solidarity, <laughs> opening their lunch bags, uh, baguettes, ham and cheese on a baguette. Yes. Like I had ham this morning. Ham on a baguette. Yeah. But very thin slices of ham. If you, the French, That's how the French do it. I hate it. Just almost no meat at all. Right. You know, just nothing. My grandfather, who was a meat cutter for Stater Brothers, claims that you should always have the meat sliced as thinly as possible because it tastes the best that way. Yeah, but you have to stack it up. Well, that's all right. Stack okay. it on up. No, really? they don't. This because is... they, have to, they have to do something healthy because they chain smoke constantly yeah. over there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So do you think Robin's going to say a word or two about uh, the fact we've gotten right into... Uh, oh, handling... Handle on the News Late Edition? Lee Story! The Golden State Killer, responsible for 12 homicides and 50 rapes, starting in the 1970s, has been arrested. And he's a 72-year-old man, uh, originally a cop. And was uh, fired for shoplifting a hammer and dog repellent. Put those two together and figure it out. And has been linked to uh, a dozen unsolved homicides. There was a book written about him. And uh, based on that, a tip. And uh, he's been picked up. He's been picked up. I don't understand how they found him. And under what? Because he can't look very similar to what he looked like in his 20s. No, there were, but you know the the woman who wrote the book, Michelle McNamara, was married to Patton Oswalt before she died. She spent years looking into that case, and she got a lot of details into that book that allowed some other people to make connections to this D'Angelo guy. Yeah, and that's just uh, in by the way. The arrest just happened, and then uh, a quick story before we go into the rest of it is L.A. is ending its economic boycott of Arizona. Remember, we had a boycott of Arizona. Sort of. Yeah. They kept making exceptions Real... every time the city wanted to buy something from Arizona. <laughs> exactly. Right. As a matter of fact, the only thing that uh, they wouldn't buy or they said they wouldn't buy from Arizona is Arizona iced tea, which was made in Culver City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that didn't work. They said nothing from Arizona because you have laws that are mean to uh, illegal aliens. Yeah, they've lifted that. And, uh, and, me, and right after, like the day after... I think it was LAPD said, uh, we need tasers, and their their taser is in Arizona. And they're like, okay, you can buy those. And then everybody, just every time, they buy But now them. officially, the... It's uh, officially bo- over. The boycott is over. Unanimous, and guess who uh, spearheaded the movement to end it? Gil Cedillo. I think a lot of it has to do with Arizona changed its uh, laws quite a bit. Yes, and had them thrown out by the courts. Yeah, that helped too. Well, there's an activist group here in SoCal that is saying... Latinos don't talk to cops. Now, that's genius, isn't it? 
Now, it's one organization, uh, Hermandad uh, Mexicana, all the other Latino groups saying that's crazy. Don't talk to cops. A cop shows up because uh, there is a, let's say, a crime in progress, goes next door and says, did you see the guy? I don't talk to you. Not only that, they're saying don't come to court and don't even report crimes in your own community. Yeah, let let the gangs run rampant. I mean, these people are crazy. I get that they think that this is anti the anti-sanctuary movement, that this is their way of protesting it. But how is this helping you ultimately? Oh, it's not. It's not even helping you uh, specifically and right now. It's hurting. Right. right. That basically means the criminals, if this were to go forward and the community actually paid attention to this, uh, if I'm a criminal, I know I've got a free ride. Yeah. I can burglarize. I can hurt. I can maim. I can do anything I want. I can armed robbery. Is that I can armed? What is the verb for armed robbery? To rob, rob armed. Rob while armed? Yes. <laughs> um, all right. We covered this. Uh, French President Emmanuel Macron is still talking to Congress. No big surprises. Nothing controversial. Hasn't been booed yet, but has been applauded a lot. That's all. And yeah, it's like know. the State of He'd the Union. still be talking People when we're done stand with this up. segment. The only thing that's yeah. good about, the only thing that's good about these speeches, uh, as these people go up and down and up and down, they don't have to do squats at the gym for the next several days. Because <laughs> it's all done for <laughs> right. them. One, one thing, though, he's stealing Britain's shtick. He started talking about how the U.S. and France have a very special relationship. Maybe in a, we may be in a love triangle now. We absolutely could. A menage. Right. Well, it depends on who wins. If Britain wins, it's a love triangle. And if France wins, it's a menage. Okay, here's a weird one. This Danish inventor invites a wired journalist to check out his submarine and then somewhere along the way apparently kills her. That is strange. And parts of the body show up and uh, just crazy. By the way, how does that line work? You meet someone, you meet a woman in a bar. Hey, baby, do you want to see my submarine? Well, Wired, the the website and magazine that covers tech, they were interested in this guy, Peter Madsen, who's an inventor. And so they wanted to do a story on him. And And, uh, he allowed this woman to go on his submarine. And she shows up dismembered. Well, yeah, it's really bad. Stab wounds around her genitals. Um so he tried to say he didn't kill her, but he but he he admitted that he didn't really take care of the corpse properly. Right, and he did chop her up. I yeah. mean, it was all in it. She died accidentally. Uh, one of the charges, and I find this one kind of interesting, he was charged with sexual relations other than intercourse of a particularly dangerous nature. Yeah, I, saw I think that they're too. referring to stabbing her. In Maybe the, in the pri- well, he's been found guilty and sentenced to life in prison. What was creepy though is right before all this happened, she got on the submarine and started texting her boyfriend. I'm still alive, by the way. Like clearly joking. I'm going down now. Love you. He brought cookies and coffee. I mean, just creepy. Well, yeah, I didn't didn't quite understand what was about to happen. All right, we're gonna come back. And finish up Handle on the News Late Edition. And let's check in. All right, we're back here. And uh, Handle of the Morning Crew, uh, big uh, stories that we're uh, covering. Golden State Killer uh, has been captured. We'll do a whole segment about that tomorrow. Uh, Supreme Court uh, is hearing the uh, final arguments 
of the travel ban, the Trump travel ban. So tomorrow, of course, or when the decision is rendered, we'll talk about it. Let's go ahead and finish up Handle on the News, late edition, Jennifer Jones-Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. Uh, An attorney for the family of a black man who was shot by Barstow police say an independent autopsy makes the cops look really bad. According to them, uh, the guy was struck at least 10 times. He died by asphyxiating on his own blood. And that if any of the police officers had tried to help him medically after they shot him, that he probably could have lived. Although officials say they did try to help him medically. So there's a dispute about well, there's they also, did or not. There's also a dispute about why they fired into the vehicle. Uh, and that is, uh, or he had gotten out of the vehicle, I think. No, he, no, he was still in the vehicle. He put it He right. put it in reverse and hit a patrol car, and they and then, say, and then he started accelerating right. again towards the officer. And the family, the yeah. attorney says, if you look at the video, he was slowly moving towards the officer. So uh, it's this is one of those that we just interpret everything differently. The witnesses, the family says A, the police say B, and it's so far different. The two stories that never the twain shall meet. And then this, and why they said he was hit with 10 bullets, that, that becomes, uh, I don't know why that's a big this deal. This is always a thing I from know. anti-police activists. They always focus on how many shots are fired right. or how many bullets hit the guy, not understanding that it's irrelevant. Not only is it not irrelevant, not only is it irrelevant, the cops have to unload the policy you, is they have to make sure he's down. You did the shooting simulator, right? I did. At the sheriffs? Yes. Uh, we used to do them at LAPD. And one thing they told us is, you know, if you're ever like being asked, why did you shoot 10 times? The answer is because then I ran out of bullets. Yeah. Not because I needed oh, 10 bullets. Yeah. You're supposed to go and go and go until yeah, you until, can't anymore. Well, until he is down. And the problem is you don't know someone is down you don't shoot once and to see if uh, uh, the cop has been able to stop him. Because how many people get shot and are still able to function and can shoot back? Oh, absolutely. So it's, you shoot, shoot, shoot. By the way, when I did the uh, simulation, it was uh, one of the uh, simulations they gave me. One of the scenarios was an active shooter in a kindergarten. Ooh, I took oh. out the entire kindergarten class. Oh. Just took them out. I think I got the shooter too, but frankly... <laughs> Oh. A lot of five-year-olds. Okay, shh. <laughs> Let's talk about secret science. Yeah, this is Scott Pruitt of the EPA. I just, he just keeps on going. Yeah, he says he doesn't want secret science anymore. He's, I think he's trying to have transparency. And so he doesn't want secret science, which is research that doesn't make the raw data available to the general public. Right. So the EPA, the rule has to be on uh, the best available science. And they don't release all the raw data. And what Pruitt says, release all the raw data. So and effectively what he's saying, so our guys can look at it, say this is pseudoscience. Uh, it's interpreted wrong, and therefore the premise of the EPA is false, it's flawed, and there is no such thing as global warming or climate change. But the former EPA administrator says, look, this new rule could undermine rules intended to protect public health because studies used to support those rules rely on private health That's, data. It's all crazy. It really is. It's uh, This man is single-handedly dismantling the EPA. That was That's his job. That's what uh, President Trump selected him for. 
when he was the attorney general, I think it was Oklahoma. He was the lead. Uh, he was a lead legal uh, personality, the lead, uh, actually, the uh, no, but not only the plaintiff, but the prosecutor, to unravel every single EPA rule that oh, yeah, existed. He sued the EPA. Dozens of times. The FDA is also busy cracking down on the sale of e-cigarettes to minors. So we bought a pack of cigarettes. And there's one brand that's really the flashpoint for this problem, the Juul, J-U-U-L, there's a lot of kids i guess really like it and so the fda did an undercover operation where of course they sent miners in to buy these things at various locations and now they're cracking down yep. and they want the company to reveal its internal marketing plan and marketing documents to see if they are purposefully trying well, and they're saying no they're saying they're we saying, totally oppose these things being right. sold to miners yeah, ignore the fact that we have donald duck on every one of these it's not for kids I remember I got benched in like second grade because I was talking too much at lunch, but I'll never remember a teacher putting tape over my mouth. Mm. Michigan substitute teacher has been fired because uh, it uh, the school determined or the uh, authorities determined that uh, uh, there goes uh, the teacher. Is it a woman? I think it is. Yeah, she put scotch tape over this little five-year-old boy's mouth in front of his classmates during lunch. I don't even really see why she did it. During lunch? Yeah. So he and they threw eat. his lunch away and laughed about it, Jeez. according so to the eat. allegations. Well, she's out of a job. All right, let's do one more real quickly. Uh, this viral video is very, it's wrong, but it's funny. Uh, it's a restaurant in China, and a kid who, whose parents own the restaurant comes tearing through those plastic curtains that they have sometimes in places oh, yeah. to get some chopsticks or something. And as he tears through the the plastic strips fly up and hit a pregnant woman who's sitting right next to them, and she spills some food. So she doesn't like it. So when he comes running back the other way, she just puts her foot out and trips him, and over he goes, and he has a concussion now. Wow. But, uh, but, but, and the online sentiment is almost entirely against the woman. Oh, of course. And what makes this uh, story particularly interesting is uh, it has gone viral to the point where it has been shared on Weibo 67 million times. Yeah. She turned herself in and apologized. She got a short suspended sentence and $158 fine. Okay, that's it. We're done. Uh, 